Regadaba Dagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Shambalagadoma Lagadava Lagadava, Pandalagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Lagadava, Shabalagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Lagadava Lagadova, Lagadava, Rangadava Dogadava Dogadava Dagadava Dagadava Dagadava, Shagadava Dova, Dagadava Doga, Rangadava Dagadava Dagadava, Shibadava Dova, Dagadava Dagadava Dova, Dagadava Dova, Shingadava Dova, Shingadava Dova, Shingadava Dova, Shingadabudoba <laughs> Regadaba Labu Shigadaba Dagadeva, Pendalagadeva Lagadaba Logadeva, Pandalagadaba Dogadeva Dagadaba, Pandalagadova Degadaba Dagadaba, Pandalagadova Dagadaba Dagadaba, Ragadova Lagadova 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 Shangadingo, Bangadingo, Bangadanga, Pangalagadova Dagadaba Lagadova, Shingadaba Dangadaba Rangadaba Raba, Egalaba Laba Rova Laba Rova Lava. Shambarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabar
In the name of Jesus. 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 Rakadisco. 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 Pandelegado. Singadingo. Paragadosco. Recadra. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are still praying. Right now, uh, he, the Spirit of the Lord's presence is here. Amen. But I want us to pray. Amen. Yeah, I want us to pray. And we will share a word before we allow the Holy Spirit to do whatever He wants to do. Amen. Hallelujah. God is still speaking. Amen. God still speaks. He speaks in the morning, He speaks in the afternoon, He speaks in the evening, anytime. But just that, God is dealing with people who cannot hear, who cannot see. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are praying. I want you to just put your hands in your, uh, your hearts and pray that as you are about to share the word of God, God will touch your heart. If you touch your heart, that the word will sink inside your heart. That it will be like Lydia when the Bible says that, and the Lord opened his heart for him to receive the words of Paul. Amen. We are praying that God should touch your heart. That the word, as the word of God is coming, it will sink in your heart. Just open your mouth and pray. Kadu vragadoske, pandalagadoske vragadoske, rekabradolaboske vragadoske, mandalabaso kabrandelegadoske, radoloboske vradalagadoske, pandalabozi vradalagadoske, rabababababababoshi avradelebeboshi, pragadi bragadoske vragadoske, pandalabodo vradalagadoske, paragado bragadegoske vada. touch my heart. Oh, Father, may I not be just a castaway, I pray. Oh, that as your word comes, oh Lord, hide me behind the cross. Hide me behind the cross. Hide me behind the cross. In the name of Jesus. Hide me behind the cross. 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 And let Jesus be manifest. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father, our hearts, that a word will sink inside our hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You can sit down. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing to be part. I know that some people are coming, but some, some of them, they are also not serious. They, they don't work on time. Amen. Yeah, this morning, I want us to uh, share this word of God. Amen. It's a revelation that I want to share with you. Amen. Then from there, we'll pray again. Hallelujah. Yeah. I don't know, but you let me say this. Uh, Ima, what's her name? Anthony. You see, you used to pray like never before. Eh? But nowadays, your prayer level is down. Uh, I want you to know that God is speaking. Amen. Yes, you used to pray like never before, but nowadays, your prayer level is down. But as we were praying, the Lord spoke to me that He's putting fire, a fire of prayer inside you. Amen. Yeah, a fire of prayer like never before. 
and as we were still praying, I saw ladies around me. Ladies. And I, see, <laughs> I saw ladies around you. Ladies around you. And I was asking the Lord. And the Lord said that it is, it is not for a negative purpose. But uh, you need to be careful or else it will turn to something negative. Because the Lord was saying that as we were talking yesterday, as, we were, as I was working with you, talking to you about what the Lord wants to do with you in this life. The Lord is saying that you, He will use you if you be serious with this fellowship. He will use you to bring more ladies to this fellowship. Amen. Yeah. And once again, by the time you reach level 300, you will desire, you have a strong desire for you to be ordained as a minister of God. Yeah, that's what the Lord is telling you. Amen. You, you have a strong desire. It will just come like that. You have a strong desire to be ordained as a minister of God. Yes. And as I said, you, you, as yesterday I was talking to you, you are not an apostle, you are a prophet. You are a prophet to walk in power and healing. Amen. Yes. yes. So that's why the Lord was telling me about the ladies surrounding you. Yeah, as you are in this school, you see, people will even be surprised. If you don't take it, some people, some guys will even say that whether you have to go and take those medicine that they use for ladies, they will come. They will just attract you. There is, there is a certain grace upon your life that attracts ladies. <laughs> there is a certain grace upon your life. That is the reason why if you yourself, you confirm, you don't struggle to be friend with a lady. You don't struggle. No. It just works like magic. Yeah, and the Lord says that he want to use you to convert many ladies, especially some ladies who are in multiple relationships. Uh, the Lord will use you in that area to change them, their mindsets and many things. But as I'm saying, through you, if you be serious with this fellowship, through you, many ladies from campus will come here. Many ladies. And they will have breakthroughs. Some of them will even be happy that you brought them here. Amen. Yeah, so just just be serious and the ladies around you just be serious in a positive way. Because I'm telling you, a time is coming, even level 200, 300. If you don't take, you will not bring anything to school. Some ladies will just take care of you. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you the mind of God. Yes. Yes. They will just take care of you. Because they, they will see something. Because very soon, it will be long. The prophetic, this thing will start. It will start in dreams. Yes, it will start. It will start in dreams. You have dreams about people when you come and tell them. That's how it will start. It will start in dreams. And as I, the ladies will value you. I don't know, but I see ladies around you. The ladies, I don't, I've not, I've not seen this, maybe this is actually, but the ladies, they are all ladies around you. Yeah. There are all ladies around you, and it is not for a negative purpose. That's why I'm saying it, so that you know that it is not for a negative purpose, but rather it's for a, pers a positive reasoning. Yeah, you will change many ladies, I'm telling you, in this campus. The Lord will use you to change many ladies, their ideas, uh, those, especially those in multiple relationships, ladies who are just messing up with guys here. Yes, you will change many ladies, even those who are even in ahead of you let's say someone is level 200 300 400 yeah you will change them 
You change them. So you came for, you came to take for a purpose. It's not just to do your uh, religious studies. No, you came here for a purpose. There's a purpose. There's an assignment for you here. Yeah, and uh, it's good that you have joined a good grounds. Yeah, this fellowship. I, I will not say it. I will not talk too much because many men of God have testified that it's a good grounds. Amen. Yeah. So it's good that you have joined a good ground. So. That's the only thing I will urge you. Just be serious with this fellowship. That's the only thing I will urge you. No matter what you are doing. No matter your... I know that as time goes on, lectures you will be busy and all these things. Especially even this man. Uh, you will be, be more busy. But I will urge you to be very serious. I get it. Yeah. I, I feel like... feel like Professor. <laughs> Amen. Came to share the word of God. I came to give revelation. But I feel like prophesying. You see, uh, Ima, since yesterday, as you saw us, there have been some eagerness. And even this morning, as you are sitting down, you came here, you see, all of us here, let me tell you something, all of us here, our hearts are open. But you, your heart is deeply open. Because you have made your mind that today, if you don't get something, you will not go. Since yesterday. And you see, as I am talking to you now, as I'm talking to you now, this is what the Lord is telling me. There's an angel who is standing where you are sitting. And this angel is uh, want to put inside you a book. A book. And the book is, you have written Bible. It's a Bible. And you want to put it inside you. Are you getting it? And this is what the Lord said, I should tell you, that from today, eh, you will see revelation like never before. Amen. Yes, you will see revelation like never before. And there is the scripture the Lord said I should give it to you so that you pray. You always should be praying about it. Uh, this scripture, I think, let me check from the Bible. This is the scripture the Holy Spirit said I should give you. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse number 9. Verse number 9. Yeah, you can read. Read from verse 8 to 16. Eh? Yeah, let, let me read it for you. He said that none of the rulers of this age or world perceive and recognize and understood this. For if they had, they would not, they would never have crucified the Lord, the Lord of glory. Amen. God is going to give you a revelation whereby the devil is the devil himself don't understand it. Amen. There's a, a, a level of dimension God wants to take you. And in such a way, you will be deep to the word. I'm telling you, this man, you will be deep to the word. You will be deep to the word. You will be deep to the word. And the Lord said that he's doing that because of yesterday, from yesterday up to even this. Even, you see, yesterday, as I, was, I, I sat in the car, the Lord was telling me that you were confessing with this uh, guy. As I was doing, the Lord said you are confessing. You are confessing about this guy you are talking about, no, I want this, uh, this kind of grace. Is that true? Yeah. That's what the Lord was saying as I was sitting in the car and as I was going. And that the Lord said that you are sitting in, as you are going with Anthony, you are just talking with Anthony. He said, no, I want this particular grace. Amen. Yeah, and the Lord said that by that desire, by that desire and by that honor, that you have honored the grace. That's the reason why he has sent an angel to stand behind. And the angel is putting inside you a book. You see, a book. 
and it's written Bible. And the Lord said, from today, he's taking you to a higher dimension in Revelation. Amen. I'm telling you, if you don't take it, when you go to Accra, the church that you are inside, they will even call you to come and teach people. Yes. So just be serious. So when, when you read, it, say that, of whom the prince of this world have known, or they will, if they have known, they will not have crucified the Lord Jesus. Verse 9, it says, but on the contrary, as the scripture says, what the eyes have not seen, or ears have not heard, and as it entered into the heart of men, all that God has prepared, made, and keep ready for those who love him. Let me read from the King James. This is the Amplified Version. Yeah, so you might this what the Lord is going to do with you. This scripture, the whole, this whole scripture is for you. This whole scripture. What eyes have not seen? The revelation. What eyes have not seen? The revelation. What ears have not heard? The revelation. What has not into the heart of people? And, say, and now God has revealed them by His Spirit. For the Spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit will take you deeper in the way. That's what the Lord said as He said. Ah, it's your mom and your father together. Are they together? Are they married? Together. Strong power. Your father is a, a military man. Hey. So in your mother, between you and your mother, there is peace. Are you sure? Okay. Okay, then anytime, pray for your parents. Pray that uh, any conspiracy of misunderstanding will never stand. Eh? Why? Why are you laughing? Yeah, pray that uh, a misunderstanding between you and your, uh, your parents, your mother, and your, will not stand. Pray. Because if the, that misunderstanding keeps on, keeps on, it will not, it will not end well. Are you getting it? Yeah. If that misunderstanding keeps on, it will not end well. Yeah, I understand. And especially, yeah, okay. Concerning the place where you see your father, which country? So pray, pray that any misunderstanding between your mom and your father will never stand. Because I don't want, I don't want to speak what uh, I'm hearing. Are you getting it? Okay. I don't want to speak what about, just pray about it so that such things will not happen. Are you getting it? Know that there will be peace. There will be peace. There will be peace. Are you the only son? How, how many are you? Three. So you are the only son. And who is the firstborn? You are the firstborn. Ah. You are, you are the firstborn of your mother, but not your father. Why? Is your, has your father already married someone? You, you, uh, already you, you was having children. One child. Ah, okay. So, yeah, he came and married your mother with a child. Is it a male or a female? Firstborn. 
And the second, the one who is with you, you know, your mother's side, you know, is a, a girl. Two girls. So you, you are three. And your father's side, one. Uh, just pray, pray. Uh, is your father a Christian? A strong Christian? Is he, he go to church or is a Christian? Are you sure? He goes to church. He doesn't. He's not faithful with time. He's not. Does he pray? That is not a Christian. No. Pray for your father. Eh? Just, just pray for him. Just pray for him. There, there are certain things that are working against him. It's not his fault. So pray for him. Are you getting it? Because once he is the head of the family, if you don't pray for the header, and he is a shepherd of the family, so when you when you touch the shepherd, all the flock will scatter. Are you getting it? And so that's the reason why you have to pray for. Your father. You have to pray for your father. As for your mother there, I don't have any problem with her. Uh, but your father there, I have problems with him. I don't know him, but I have problems with him. Are you getting it? Uh, so pray that uh, no one will... There, there will not be something like divorce, divorce issue. Are you getting it? Uh, well, I don't know whether they have even thought about divorce, divorce before. Pray. pray that uh, their misunderstanding will not yield up to that level. That's the reason why I say I don't want to see such things. So pray. Pray for their marriage uh, so that you yourself, you can be happy. It's good for you, you to see your parents. Me, my father and mother, they are not uh, living together. I guess my father has been married to another woman that... Uh, just as he got married to the woman now, uh, through prayers and all this, my father has, my, now my father is a serious Christian. But now he wants to restore things, but it's too late. Are you getting it? Huh. So nowadays he'll be calling you and say, since I had all these things that, you know, uh, Yeah, so pray for your parents. Amen. Yes, so uh, Anthony, that's what God, God said, I should tell you, a, a fire, a fire is coming inside you, very strong. It's already even there, as I'm talking to you now. Very strong, and you pray like never before. And as I said, the prophetic will start, and it will start in a form of dreams. Are you getting it? And the ladies, I'm telling you, they will come. They will come, plenty, they will come. They will come, but try and manage them in a positive way. And I'll be very happy if you bring even them, all of them here. Any lady that will come. I guess yeah, and as I'm saying, by when you get to third year, you see it will come. But you even discuss with me that you feel like you have to you have to be okay. I'm telling you, you see it, you see it happening practically. Amen. Okay, this morning I just want us to share this revelation. It's a revelation that the Holy Spirit gave to me. 
as I was writing a book called The Act of Knowing Mysteries. Amen. The Act of Knowing Mysteries. And I believe that uh, whenever we talk about mysteries, mysteries means hidden secrets. Amen. And life is full of uh, mysteries. So the introduction, I said that Christianity is a long, eternal journey which starts on this earth and flows in heaven towards those who shall faithfully wait for the second coming of the Messiah. Amen. Uh, this is the introduction. I repeat, Christianity is a long eternal journey which starts on this earth and flows in heaven towards those who shall faithfully wait for the second coming of the Messiah. Again, it's a family full of hidden secrets commonly known as mysteries, full of treasures, which God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit long for each Christian or believer to uncover and know. Amen. So it is the heartbeat of the Father that me and you will know mysteries. Amen. Yeah, we will know mysteries. This book, The Art of Knowing Mysteries, is inspired by the Holy Spirit that the reader will have an understanding of this uh, understanding to discover the secrets of the kingdom of God. Amen. Anas, you can sit down. You don't want to sit down. Amen. Okay, First Corinthians chapter 4. That's where this book was. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 1. The Bible says, Let a man so count of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Amen. So which means that People can count on you as a minister of Christ who is bereft, uh, who is naive, who is blind towards the mysteries of God. Amen. Amen. It's not every minister of God who, is, who, who, who have the assets of the mysteries of God. You see, the mysteries of God is given to people who are stewards. Amen. Yeah, there's a dream between a minister of Christ and a steward of the mysteries of God. There's a realm. You see, all this thing, as the Paul was saying, that let a man so count of us, one, as a minister of Christ, ministers of Christ. So this one, he's talking about Christians. Every Christian is a minister of Christ. Every Christian is a minister of Christ. Every Christian. You are a minister of Christ. But by your faithfulness and your, as how you manage yourself in your journey with God, then God positions you in the realm of stewards, to be a steward. Amen. And whenever you become a steward of God, He grants you mysteries, hidden secrets, full of treasures. Amen. That's why how come this book was made. So the Lord said that people need to. So this morning I want to share one of the mysteries. And the mystery is the two unique staff of God. The two unique staffs of God. Staff. Eh? The two unique staff of God. The two unique staff of God. The two unique staff of God. And by the common scripture, we all know, uh, sometimes say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want it, right? He make me lie down in what? Dream pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, do, uh, if you are a Christian, you need to quote this scripture simple. Yet do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Thy rod and what? Staff. Thy rod 
and staff the what comfort me amen so which means that whenever we talk about the rod and the staff of god it brings comfort that rod and staff they comfort me so basically every christian knows that by the rod and staff of god makes him the shepherd over all universe i guess it by the rod and staff the rod and staff makes him uh, a shepherd over all the universe so physically a rod or when we say according to the layman's understanding a rod is a straight or round stick bar or shaft or cane that is a rod are you getting it yeah so in the spiritual sense when you say a rod a rod is the word of god which is alive and sharper amen yeah whenever in a spiritual sense whenever we talk about the word of god we are talking about the word of god which is sharper and alive so when you read hebrews hebrews chapter hebrews chapter 4 verse number 12 the bible says that for the word of god is quick powerful it's talking about the rod the rod of god is quick powerful and sharper than any two edged souls piercing even to the dividing of ascender of soul and of spirit of joint and of marrow is a descender of thoughts and the intent of the heart that's the rod of god amen, amen. so if you really want to see comfort one of the ways God can and give you comfort is through His Word. That's the Word of God. Amen. That's the Word of God. The Word of God. That's why Jesus said that uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out from the mouth of God. The reason why Jesus was saying this is because Jesus understood that by the revelation. Only the words of God can bring in what? Comfort. Amen. Yes, the word of God. If you really want comfort in this chaotic world. You see, the world is full of chaos. Honestly speaking. The world, there's nothing. The world is full of uncertainties. So for you to have certain, for, your, for, for things to be certain in this life, eh, you need the word of God. Yes. You need the word of God. Hallelujah. You need the word of God. But it's quite unfortunate that many people, you see, when you, when you even move outside this garden, you see that many people are walking around, they need comfort, right? But the, 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 the devil has blinded their eyes. That's what the Bible said, of whom the prince of this world have blinded their eyes that they couldn't see. Yes. So they think that as, if you like, go to the hospital, the doctors, they have been working, but still they don't find comfort. They, 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 yet, they are, they are not satisfied. They don't find comfort. They don't find comfort. Some of them, when they were in school, they told that after being a medical doctor, that's why maybe they will see some, yet still, they don't find comfort. Yes. Even, even if, if even our president, Ghana, our president, will, will say the truth, there's, there's nothing called comfort with him. I'm telling you, even though he's the president of Ghana and when he's coming, cars are moving to and flow. Yes. It's because the enemy has deluded many people understanding and mind for them to think that the world can grant them comfort. But in the in the actual show, 
one of the things that can grant a person comfort is the word of God, which is the word of God. Amen. So if you need comfort in whatever you are doing, whether in your finances, whether in your relationship, uh, you need the word of God. It's sharper, it's alive. Yes. For you to find comfort, you need something that is alive, that is powerful. Anything that is powerless can never give you comfort. That's why the Bible said the word of God is sharper, alive, it's powerful. <laughs> Amen. And there are also there are also two unique staffs. Yeah, this is the, the revelation I want to share to you. The, the rod was just by the way for you to know that the, whenever you talk about the rod of God, it's talking about the word of God that gives comfort. Amen. So for David say that thy rod is yet though I walk through the valleys of the you see, yet though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. Yet though I walk through the valleys of the shadow. Shadow. So you see, the reason why we suffer in this life is because we are walking through the shadows of death. Amen. But it is, it is, uh, it is yes still for us, for people to see us in a coffin. Uh, but as we are walking through and through, the reason why you are suffering is because you are walking through what we call the shadows of the valley of death. Amen. So David said, yeah, though, you see, yeah, though, I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. Uh, for thy rod and staff, they comfort me. <laughs> thy rod and staff. So it is only the, the rod, the rod, which is the word of God, that can help you in this shadow, these valleys of life. Life is full of valleys. Life on this earth. You see, from the day that Adam sinned against God, as Jesus said, from the day of John the Baptist up to now, they cannot... Violence, the, everything is violence. Everything is full of hell and destruction. That's why Solomon, he called the revelation, he said that hell and destruction never fool, so as the eyes of a man never satisfy. Hell and destruction never fool. Solomon. No one, no one knew that Solomon was someone who also was interested in salvation. We thought that you, you only deal with wisdom. But Solomon, when he checked, even the scripture, you get to know that Solomon was someone who was interested even about salvation because he saw the salvation of God. Amen. And for you to read the Bible, and the Bible said that, and Solomon said, that, grant me wisdom. Uh, and the Bible makes us understand that the, uh, the people, when a time killed the two women, one killed his own child, and he came and he stole someone's child and there was a misunderstanding. Then Solomon, the, the, the issue came in front of Solomon. And Solomon said that, what should I do? And one will say that, oh, then divide the child and give me half. And take the other half. And one said, no, for the child to leave, just give it to the person. And the Bible says that by the wisdom of God in Solomon, he said that, no, the child doesn't belong to you. If the child belongs to you, you think of the safety of the child. But because this woman, the child is for him. That is the reason why he said that let the child leave. So he gave it to the, the woman who said that let the child leave. Amen. And the Bible said the people fear Solomon because they saw the wisdom of God inside him. Who is the wisdom of God? The wisdom of God is Jesus. The Bible said that Jesus is the wisdom of God and the power of God. 
Amen. So whenever we talk about the wisdom of God, we talk about the power of God is Jesus. That's what Paul said that Jesus is the wisdom of God and the power of God. So it means that Solomon had a revelation, the wisdom of God, that Jesus was inside Solomon. That was the reason why he was able to pursue salvation. That in such a way that a baby who's supposed to die, Solomon saved the baby. Amen. So Solomon was someone who also perceived salvation. And there was another time he wrote, he said that the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. And he that winneth the soul is wise. Amen. So even for you to be called a wise man. So Solomon was a wise man because he, he winneth soul. Someone who's supposed to die, the child is supposed to die. Yeah, natural sense, it, it, it was a fact for them to divide a child. But in a spiritual sense, based on the wisdom of God, which is Christ in him, he had to pursue safety. That's salvation. Amen. Yeah. And Solomon said that hell and destruction never fall, so as the eyes of a man never satisfy. Amen. So there are two unique styles of God which brings comfort in the life of his people. So alongside the rod, eh, alongside the rod, you also have what? The staff. And the staff, the reason I said the two unique staffs is because whenever we talk about the two unique staffs of God, we are talking about the, the two effects of the staff. Amen. The two effects that you see the staff of God doing. Amen. And let's read a scripture. In Zachariah, the book of Zachariah. The book of Zachariah, chapter number 11. Zachariah, chapter number 11. I hope you are following. You see, this morning, eh, you understand the reason why. You see, there are some people who are working in this life, they don't have confidence. They don't have covenant with God. Amen. Amen. And there are some people who are also working in this life because they don't have union with God. It's not there. <laughs> the reason why someone doesn't love you is because the staff of God is not working. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> you can see, you see, if a Christian, if you say you are a Christian and you hate another Christian, you are not a Christian. Amen. So we'll read Zechariah chapter 11, verse number 7. The Bible says that, And the chariot with the strong horse, sorry, Zechariah chapter 11, verse number 7. The Bible says that, So I, Zechariah, you see, everything that you see a prophet doing in the Old Testament was in the shadow of what God wants to do. Amen. Are you getting it? What God wants to do. So anytime you see a prophet doing something, or a prophet... Uh, putting things together is, is, is a typology or is a sound of what God has already done in the realm of the spirit. So the Bible says that in Zechariah chapter 11, verse number 7, the Bible says, So I, Zechariah, shepherd the flock of Slata. So it was talking about God who is about to shepherd uh, the flock which is about to slaughter. Whenever you talk about the flock of slaughter, which means the, the flock which has been Despairs, who who people look unconcerned. I get it. Simply put to the world. Amen. So he said that I Zachariah shepherded the flock of Slata 
truly as the name implies the most miserable of the sheep the most miserable that's why i said that you see for god to have a what a rod and a staff makes him a shepherd over all the universe i get it but alongside this universe we have some flocks which are called the miserable side the miserable sheep i get it which are the world people the world, you see god doesn't hit them he doesn't hate them, but he's not happy by the position they are. Amen. God doesn't hate the worldly people. If God hate them, he will not allow the sun to move on both the just and the unjust. Are you getting it? He wants them to be saved. They are, not, they are not in the will of God. They are not, sorry, they are not in the perfect will of God. They are in the imperfect will of God. Amen. Amen. So he says that, and I took two shepherd staffs. Are you getting it? <laughs> two shepherd staffs, which is the two effects of the staff. Amen. Amen. I took two shepherd staffs. The one I call beauty or grace. <laughs> so one of the functions of the staff, eh, the staff of God is grace, beauty. Beauty. So for you to be a Christian, to walk in beauty, you need the, the staff of God. So after the word of God, which is alive and sharper, then the next thing you need is what? The staff, which is beauty. So the effect of the staff is that, is that it gives you beauty or grace. Amen. Are you following? Is it a staff I call, the one I call beauty or grace? And the other I called bands or union. And I fed and shepherded the flock. Amen. Amen. This is talking about God. You see, everything Zachariah was doing was doing in place of God. That's why, you see, for me to even stand here, any human being is operating in what we call the delegated authority of God. Adam was operating in the delegated authority of God. If you understand this, that is the reason why when you understand this, you will never take glory to yourself, no matter what God is using you to do. Amen. Amen. Yes. God is always operating in what you call a supreme authority. And we are operating in what we call delegated authority. Just like a, a, a president and his ministers. Every minister is operating in a what? A delegated authority of a president. If you are a finance minister, you are there to operate on behalf of the president when it comes with finances. So the same thing that if you are a prophet, eh, you are there to operate on behalf of God whenever you want to communicate his mind to his people. If you are an apostle, same thing. I see. So every role a person, you see yourself doing, whatever you are teaching the word. So even as I'm preaching, I am just operating in the delegated authority. What God wants you to hear this morning. Amen. So that was the work of Zachariah. So he was saying that he was after the slatted flock. Uh, he shepherded the, the flock which were slatted, which is the miserable sheep. Uh, which is the world. So it is our duty to always shepherd the miserable ones and bring them into the flock. The, the, the healthy ones. Amen. Amen. To be called Christians. 
So these were the two stars. One was called beauty, grace. The effect of the star, grace. And one is what? One effect is what? Bands. That's union. So, beauty or grace staff bind, binds his covenant with his people. So, whenever you read downwards, you understand by the word of God. He says that, verse 10, says, and I took my staff, beauty or grace, and I broke it in pieces. To show that I was annulling the covenant or agreement which I had made with all the people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. So, there are many people walking in this life, Emmanuel, whom they don't have the effect working of the staff in their life. Their covenant is God is broken. Amen. Amen. So that's the reason why if you, you want to be a Christian, eh, if you say you are a Christian, eh, the first thing that you need is your covenant with God. Because you see, for Jesus to die on the cross, eh, for Jesus to die on the cross is to restore and redefine our covenant with God. That's what the Bible says, unto Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of the sprinkling, that speaks better things than that of Hebrew. Hebrews chapter verse number 24. Amen. Amen. Yes. So what Jesus was doing on the cross is to renew the effect of the staff. Amen. The effect, one effect of the staff, which is grace. That's the reason, you see, that's what the Bible said for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came to Christ Jesus. Grace and truth. So which means that by covenant with God, by covenant with God, there is what? Grace and what? Truth. The beauty side of God. Are you getting it? For you to experience beauty and agreement. So the, the beauty staff or the grace staff was broken. The Bible says he broke it. The Lord himself, as Zachariah was doing it, he broke it in order to cut off the covenant he had with, with the people. Amen. Amen. To cut off the covenant he had with the people. Amen. Amen. So the reason why many people, they still did, because there's, grace is not working for them. The staff, eh, the grace staff is not working for them. So that's the reason why, you see, when I receive Christ, I don't do anything. Are you getting it? I have not done anything that I become so powerful. But it's because of grace. Because whenever you receive Christ, by grace, the covenant is what? Renewed. That's why I say that the Holy Spirit is that the two unique staffs of God. So apart from the rod of God, which is the word of God, eh, which is alive and sharper. I'm telling you, you see, these two things makes God a shepherd. The first one is the word of God. These two things, the word of God, which is the staff. So for David, he said that, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thy rod and staff. They comfort me. David understood that the word of God, which is the rod, is alive and sharper than any two-edged sword. And it's a piercing, dividing ascender of joints and of marrow. It's the intent of the heart. 
Uh, it checks even the intent of the heart. That's why I said that for you to have a comfort, I'm telling you, if you want comfort in this life, it's the word of God. The raw side. The raw side of God. And also the staff. So by the rod and the staff, David found comfort. Yet though he was walking through the valleys of the shadows of death. That's why I say that in this life, as you are walking to and fro, you are walking in shadows of hell. I'm telling you. Shadows of hell. That's why anytime there's conflict. And it will not, you see, it will not change. From the day of John the Baptist up to now, the kingdom of God suffers violence and violence is to take it by force. It will not change. So it's better you get the staff and the rod to find comfort, just like David. Amen. Yes, and no one can give you comfort, I'm telling you. No one can give you comfort in this life. It's only God. And God will give you comfort through, number one, his word. That's the word of God. And number two, that is the, the two unique staff of God. The two unique staff is the two effects of the staff of God. So as he said, Zachariah, he said that so I, Zachariah, which was someone operating in the delegated authority of God. That's why I'm saying that whether you are apostle, whether you are a prophet, whether you are evangelist, whether you are a pastor, whoever, a Christian, no matter what you are doing, whether you can heal thousands of people, you are operating what we call a delegated authority of God. So which means that you are operating instead of God. Are you getting this? What God is supposed to do is what you are doing. So that's the reason why Paul was saying that no man, no flesh should glory in his presence. So which means that no matter what you are doing, you should not take the glory. Amen. You should never take the glory. You are moving in the delegated authority of God. Immediately when you take the glory, you will be like Adam who walk in disobedience. Amen. Yes. The delegated authority. So Zachariah was doing the same thing. So he said, I, Zacharias, said, I will, I will not be your shepherd. What is to die, let it die. And what is to be destroyed, let it be destroyed. And the survivors devour one another flesh. So why? Why is it that many people are not experiencing the shepherding of God? It's because, number one, as I said, the two unique. You see, it's a unique effect of the staff of God. He said, number one, and I took my staff. Beauty. The staff is called beauty or grace. <laughs> so they say, and I took my staff, beauty or grace, and broke it in pieces to show that I was annulling the covenant or agreement which I had made with all the people. Amen. Yes. So by grace, uh, there's covenant. That's why Jesus came. Huh? The law was given to Moses by grace and truth came through Christ Jesus. So Jesus came to, to make sure that the, the effect of the staff worked with us. Amen. That's why he made it. So Jesus, through Jesus, we have a covenant with God. So that's the reason why you should be a Christian. You should not be a churchgoer. Me, as I said, a Christian. You see, to be a Christian is not the church you are inside of. Or even for you to even be part of this fellowship, it doesn't mean you are a Christian. A Christian is someone who has a covenant with God through Christ. And that is whereby you see the effect, the beauty of grace. Yes, the staff, the side of it, we call it grace. <laughs> or merited favor. You don't, you don't deserve it, but it's working for you. Amen. So that's why Jesus on the cross, you see, we have not done anything. 
we have not done anything. We have not, we have not worked for anything, but grace is working. For me to stand here and preach, it's grace which is working. It's the effect of the staff. The beauty of the staff of God. That makes him a shepherd. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. The effect of the staff. That's why this morning, the Lord said, go and talk to them about the two unique staff of me. So what you need is that God should be a shepherd over you. You need a shepherd. And that shepherd is God. Eh? And for you to know that he's a shepherd, number one, is what? By his word, which is the word of God. Many people don't like the word of God. It's quite unfortunate. That people, someone can just wake up, he just brush his teeth. You will not even say thank you, Lord, for him even to open the Bible to read at least a verse. Then the person just move out, say that, oh, if I don't go today, my customers will not come. And they try, they, they think that what they are going to do will grant them comfort. But yet still, every day they complain. Amen. Because David said that, thy rod and staff, they comfort me. So it's only the rod and the staff of God that can bring you comfort. So the reason why me and you, we are comfort as Christians, is because Jesus came to renew the workings of the staff on the cross. That's why we have comfort. That's because grace is working, beauty is working. And whenever this beauty, this staff called beauty or grace is at work, it is what? It, it combines the agreement or what we call the covenant with the people of God. So, if you are not a Christian, you don't have a covenant with God. Because grace is not working for you. So that's the reason why God is telling us to go outside and make disciples. You don't know. <laughs> because God has understand that for them to, for him to do something, for him to even shepherd them, he, they need what we call the covenant. And this covenant, as even Zachariah was saying, you see, what Zachariah was doing was a typology of what Jesus will come and do. That's all. What he was doing is what Jesus will come and do. That's all. What he was showing was what Jesus will come and do. And this time that I was talking about, it was broken. You see, it was broken in such a way that the people of God, they couldn't have a covenant with God. They couldn't have, grace was not working for them. You see, when grace is working for you, you don't struggle. You just do things as God is saying. You don't struggle. Because you have a covenant with God. So, you see, now you understand the life of Abraham. That was the reason why even an enemy will come against Abraham, but it will not succeed. Because why? He had a covenant with God, which is grace at work, the staff of God at work. And that was also a typology of what Jesus will come and do. That's all. Amen. Yes. So Jesus on the cross, he was renewing, he was, he was binding the covenant that God supposed to have with the people. So you don't need anything. You need the covenant with God through Jesus. Because the Lord has already made his own sacrifice. That's why I, say, I always tell people that you see, it's quite unfortunate and quite surprising that God, who even knows that you are in need, eh? <laughs> himself will sacrifice for you. You see, that's a good father. You see, a father is someone who, even though he knew that his son is of age, but still, he makes sure that his, his son is, of, is in good position. Amen. In such a way that he brought his own son, Jesus Christ, to make covenant with God. To make covenant with him. 
That's the blood sacrifice. Hallelujah. Yes. He said that, and I call beauty, the staff, which is called beauty or grace, and the other one, bands, union, and I fed and I shepherd the flock. Amen. Amen. So for you to even see the shepherdorial lifestyle of God, you need the rod, which is the word of God. And you see, the reason why many people cannot even see the effect of the rod of God in their life is first of all, you need the staff. Which is grace. You need a covenant with God. I'm telling you. By the covenant, you become a Christian. Without the covenant with God, you are not a Christian. So, this is the reason why when Jesus came, he didn't rise to build hospitals. He didn't rise to buy cars for people. He didn't rise to make sure that someone have. Because someone who knows what will happen the same yesterday, today, and forever. You could have called that, oh, the next 10 years, let me command cars. Let me command this. Let me command this. No, but he saw that, no. There should be these people, they are no more. The covenant, the grace staff is not working. The effect of the staff, which is the beauty side, the grace is not working for them. For them to also experience it, then I have to go on the cross. Then I have to die so that the covenant will be there. It will be re-established. Amen. Amen. It will be re-established. And the second side effect of the staff, which is the bands or union staff, that indicates his love and grows brotherly love with each other. Amen. Amen. Yes. And that's why I said that you can't tell me you're a Christian and you hate someone. No, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. So verse 7, he said that, and I call this one of the staff, which is beauty and grace, and the other I call bands or union, and I feed the shepherd of God. So when we read verse uh, 14 he says that then I broke into pieces my other staff are you getting it then I broke into pieces my other staff which is called bands or union indicating that I was annualing the brother the brotherhood between Judah and Israel amen, amen. so which means that the one, one side of also the effect of the staff is love. Amen. Amen. So, Zachariah was saying that now there will be hatred between Judah and what? Israel. There will be hatred because the staff, which, which is the, the band, the union, has been broken. Amen. Amen. So, Jesus on the cross... He made sure that these two things was reestablished. That's why he was always preaching that you should love even your enemies. You should love your enemies. You should love your enemies. You should love your enemies. So physically, a staff is also a long straight stick to assist walking. Uh, so whenever a staff, so the reason why you see people not working well, their life, their journey of life is not well, is because they don't have the staff. Because in a, in a layman's definition, when you say a staff, it's also a long straight stick to assist walking. It helps you to walk. So by the staff of God, you can walk. And this, two, this staff of God has two effects. Number one is what? Grace. Beauty. Number two is what? Brotherhood. That is love. So spiritually, 
God with his two staffs represents his grace and love in the life of his people. Amen. The two staff, the two effects of the staff is grace and love. So the reason why many people do not even understand the world is because they don't have grace and love. And Jesus also came that you may have grace and love. So every Christian is a Christian of grace and love. So if you say you are a Christian, who don't have, who, who is, who doesn't, that's why he said that if you hit your brother, you are already a murderer. So the reason why you see confusion even in the body of Christ, you see misunderstanding in the body of Christ, you see this one saying this thing against this one, this one, this one is saying that this one is not from God. There's all sort of misunderstanding because love is not there. Because you see, when Jesus came, he saw the Pharisees were doing error, but he didn't condemn them. No, he never condemned them because he understood that they are blind. You see, if you are an adult and you see two children fighting, you will not add something for them to fight, but rather you make peace. Are you getting it? So when Jesus saw that the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they are, they are blind leaders, he doesn't need to judge them, but just to even die for them. Amen. Amen. To make peace. <laughs> to die for them. Yes. So for you to understand, David, that thy rod and staff, <laughs> they comfort me. It's because by the staff of God, David found grace. By the staff of God, David found love. By the rod of God, David found life. Because it's what? Alive and powerful. So the reason why you see David conquering nations, going to kill people, Huh? You could just go and you just be a victor. It's because of the rod and the staff. Amen. Amen. Yes. So that's what you need. I'm telling you, Emmanuel, you don't need anything who would yours. You need the rod and the staff. And by the rod and the staff, that's why you begin to see the evidence of the shepherding of God. And you see by Zachariah, he said that the slaughtered sheep. The miserable ones are those that God went to use his what? Rod and staff. Amen. Amen. So that's the reason why if you're a Christian, you need to be a convincing preacher. You see, if you're a Christian, you need to be someone who always announced Jesus. Amen. That's the effect. God wants people to walk in grace. God wants people because as we pray, as we pray, I said that we should come boldly to the throne of grace. Hebrews. Hebrews said we should come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. So in this end time, you need grace. And by grace, which is Jesus, a covenant is established. You see, without, without a covenant with God, God cannot do anything with you. I'm telling you. God is very serious with people or he's always mindful with people who have covenant with him. He doesn't joke with them. I'm telling you. So the reason why the things that you are desiring is not working or what you want to see is not because you don't have covenant with God. And for you to have covenant with God is not to go and take uh, the, the head of bulls and cattle. No. Just receive Jesus. Because Jesus is the, Jesus is the cattle and the bull and the, 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 the blood you need. For you to have covenant with the Father. Ah. 
Yes. And by this covenant is the working of grace. God wants people to have grace. You see, God wants people to have grace, but people don't like the grace. You see, you are saying that, Father, I'm struggling. Father, the thing is not working. And God said, okay, grace. Because you need grace to help in times of need. You are in need. And for you to find help or for you to find the solution of your need, you need grace to help you in time of need. And this grace is Jesus. Amen. Yes. Grace is Jesus. Because you cannot give what you don't have. So by him being grace, the Bible said that for the law was given by Moses. By grace and truth came through Christ Jesus. So by grace of Jesus, a covenant between you. Eh? Because if God said that, God can say that, oh, the Father can say, oh, I have covenant with William. It's because of the grace that Jesus died on the cross. So right now, I have a covenant with God. So right now, I am a, I am a child of God by grace. Huh? By the working of grace, I am a child of what? God, which has established the covenant. <laughs> See, I, have, I am annulling the, the covenant, my agreement. So me, I have an agreement with God. So it is better in this life to have an agreement with God than to have an agreement with Ecobank. I'm telling you. It is better huh, to have an agreement with God than to have an agreement with a bank. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yes. So, you see, when you check the life of Abraham, he had an agreement with God. Grace was at work. Grace was at work. So Abraham didn't struggle. You see, by grace, Abraham entered Egypt and they started giving him things. Yes, and they tell by grace, oh, by grace. Sarah, Sarah, even though was in a physical sense, Abraham, what he, people say he lied. I mean, I don't see it as a lie because Sarah was also a sister to Abraham. Yeah. Different mothers by the same father. Yes. Different, they were, it's like, you see, that's the reason why you check that uh, the, in, our, in the olden days, you realize that they say that someone, uh, even, uh, example, this man, uh, his mom, his father, your uh, father, uh, uh, married his uncle's daughter. I guess in it. I guess in it. So Sarah was also in the same family with Abraham. I guess in it. And he married because he married her. No, he's no more a family. It's, it's, it's like my wife. So that's the reason why you see. That's the reason why Abraham was able to tell Isaac go to the same. Family and where married. Go to the same family and where married. Because Rebecca, uh, Rebecca was from the lineage of what? Sarah. So if you go there, go to the my go to the house and go and marry the same thing. Just as I married your mother and I moved from Haran. So go there and also marry the same thing. So that's the reason why uh, Isaac was happy with Jacob. 
and they were even though Esau was the firstborn, Esau went to marry uh, an idiomite, uh, a foreign nation. But uh, Jacob went to marry from the same line, and he went to, <laughs> and he, he took what Rahel and Leah. Are you getting it? So Sarah, physical in a physical sense, he was. <laughs> She was the, the sister of Abraham. So Abraham didn't lie. But the thing is, as he got married spiritually, God doesn't see them as sister and brother again. He's now what? A wife. So spiritual sense, they were couple. By physical sense, they were brothers and sisters. So by the covenant he had with God, which is grace, at work, even when he did that, the Bible said that when Abimelech went to even going in with Sarah, God said that, Master, be careful. And even said that, oh, I'm, I am innocent. Say, ah, the, the reason why you are even still alive is because I have checked that indeed you are innocent. <laughs> because return the man, his wife, or he will pray for you. Abimelech wants God to even to have mercy. No, I will not show you mercy until you return the man, his wife, or the man to pray for you for me to listen. <laughs> And he said that for his what? A prophet. So Abraham became a prophet based... Yeah, you know, Abraham was a prophet. <laughs> Abraham was a prophet. And God said, you see, that's the reason why, you see, that's the reason why it's better for you to know your identity with God than people just identify you. There are many people, let me tell you, there are many people, there are many people who are walking to and fro under the sun. There are people who are saying prophet, they are not. Because a prophet is someone God identifies. An apostle is someone God identified. Amen. Amen. Because when God identifies you as a prophet, demons acknowledge you. Amen. So he said that Abimelech returned the man his wife and let him pray for you, for he's a prophet. You see, this one, you see, this one eh, is not someone who came and told <laughs> Abimelech that Abraham is a prophet. God himself said he's a prophet. And Abraham was an intercessory prophet. Let me tell, let me tell you. That's why he was bargaining with God when God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. That's why he was bargaining. He was bargaining with God. Oh, oh, Lord. That was a form of intercession. He was bargaining with God. Oh, God, if it's five people, what will you do? And he bargained to a point that through Abraham, uh, God was able to save only Lot. Yes, it's by the... By the intercession of Prophet Abraham. That was the reason why Lot was saved. God, because by, by the man of God, he wanted to destroy Sodom. So if you are in Rome, then you are already doing what the Romans are doing. So you have to be destroyed. But by the intercession of the intercessory prophet, Abraham. Abraham was an intercessory prophet too. <laughs> yes. But many people know him that he was just a patriarch. A father of just a father, father of faith. Oh no, you can you cannot you cannot walk with you see, let me tell you something. One of a sign of a true prophet is a, a man of faith. Many people think that only apostles have faith. No. One of a sign of a true prophet is a man of faith. Yeah. And Abraham was one of, he said he was an intercessory prophet. Someone who could just say something and God would just do it. Amen. Amen. So he had a covenant with God. 
That was grace at work. So that's the reason why the staff of God was always with Abraham. After now, even after now, the staff of God is with the lineage of Abraham. Because me, I believe that when you go to even Israel now, there are some people who are still the descendant of Abraham. And they are there. They are there. They are even rich. When you go to America, those people who have made the country rich are the Jews. The Jews. Because they are, they are working with the, the rod and the staff. You see, the word of God that you, you despise. You despise the word of God. You see, oh, mercy. You see, Christians, you see, someone who just wake up, the person who think of food rather than the word of God. You don't know, you don't know what is alive. You don't know what is powerful. Yes. 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 And you see, the reason why, the reason why you see someone going to church, he goes to church, but the person has never witnessed to someone about Christ. Is because that person himself doesn't have any confidence with God. Because when you have a confidence with God, you walk with grace. And by that grace, because the working of grace, think about others. Amen. Amen. Yes. So that's why Jesus is going to the world. So you want them to experience grace. And by grace, there's also love. So the two unique staff of God is what? Grace and love. The two unique staff of God. So that is the reason why David said that, Thy rod and staff, they comfort me. Yet though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. The valleys of the shadow. Yet though I'm struggling. Yet though people want to kill me. Yet though I'm under attack. I fear no evil. Because, number one, your word of God. Number two, your grace and your love, they comfort me. So money cannot give you comfort if you think money can give you comfort. So that's why me naturally when I come, when I get closer to NI, I by the descending of spirit, I can descend that. You see, there are some people they are walking around there. The demon or the spirit which is manipulating in their life is mammon. Mammon, the spirit which rules over money. Mammon. And when mammon is in action, it makes you a slave. Makes you a slave. And anytime you think of money, money will be like cocaine. Money, money, money. And in such a way that you don't think about human beings. So when I come around and I sense the spirit of mammon, I will not get closer to you before you destroy me. Amen. Because the Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. So whenever you love mammon, and you, and you see, God said that you can't, you see, Jesus said it plain, you cannot serve God and mammon. Yeah. So that is the reason why it's, it's like, you see, sometimes when, when, when it, personally, when you check my reaction, you may think that I hit you, I don't hit you. But by the spirit that you have allowed to be with you, I cannot be with you. So until you yourself, you allow, you see, there are some people where, if you are a man of God that, you really understand the things of God. You shouldn't pray for them. Because if that person doesn't want that demon to go, there's no need for you to pray for the demon to go because that person already had an agreement with the demon. And he wants by acceptance. That's why James said that resist the devil 
and it shall please. Resist. So it's not God who is going to resist it. You should resist the devil to flee. Amen. Yeah, so there are some people, you don't pray for them. Just allow them so that they keep on walking through the valleys of the shadow of death. Let them, go, let them go through the valleys of the shadow of death. And by the valleys of the shadow of death, some of them, they will pick up lessons. And they will realize that they need God as their shepherd. I'm telling you, you need, you need a shepherd. And the shepherd you need is God. That, you see, that's why Jesus said, I am a good shepherd. People didn't understand when Jesus said, I'm a good shepherd. A good, she- a, a good shepherd laid down his life for his friends. He was saying, I'm a good... Ah, you say you are a Messiah. Instead of you to say that, you see, people are suffering. They need cars, need all this. Ah, we are suffering. You say, no, you are a Messiah. No, you need shepherding. What you need is shepherding. You need a shepherding. And you need the Lord. Anthony, you need the Lord. You need the Lord. You need the Lord of God. You need the Lord. And you need the staff. You need the staff. I'm telling you. You need the staff. By the staff, grace will locate you. Then you also go outside and talk to people about Christ. Yes, by the staff. By the staff, love will locate you. In such a way that as you want the sister, you not think about sleeping with the sister, but you think about making sure that sister is safe. The staff. So this one, the Lord said, go and talk to my people about the, the two unique staff of God. The two, the two effects. And he said that this, what, this, what Zachariah was doing was what I was doing. And this is what my son came to do. Jesus Christ. Yes. Give us grace and love. You need grace and love to be comforted. Don't be deceived. Don't let anyone deceive you. Don't let anyone deceive you. Don't let anyone deceive you. Yeah? Let me tell you something. Eh? Whenever, as, I, as we read a scripture, I said that eh, we are all, let all man count on you as what? Ministers of Christ. And I said that all of us are what? Ministers. But, and he says, so what? As stewards of the mysteries of God. <laughs> Whenever you come to God in the realm of mysteries, eh, let me tell you something. Me, I hear stories. Oh. Some, someone can call me. The story that the person will tell you, eh, you'll be shocked. I hear stories. Eh, there's a certain lady, eh, I'll not mention it. There's a certain sister eh, who, he said that uh, a rich man be, oh, the guy is married. The guy goes to church. Oh. He, he saw the, a guy in church. I will, not mention, I will not mention the church name for protocol reasons. So he went to the church and it's an English church. It's not a true church. It's an English church. He went to that church and he found a guy and they got married. The guy has car, everything. So the lady, hey, hey, hey. In the night, instead of the, the, the guy to ask to sleep with her in a, in a normal sense, he wants to sleep with her in the army. <laughs> I'm telling you. You may think that the lady who is sitting in this guy is oh hey, about the hotel, the night, gay. <laughs> he go through experiences of gay. <laughs> Serious, the lady was saying this, and I was surprised. So, huh? Huh? Then I'm saying, oh. because me, uh, you see, when you understand this thing, you understand that okay. I will, I, will, I will ride a car, but if my car has not come, let me let me humble myself and just be there. <laughs> because someone who 
thought that, and he said that the guy, the guy, he does something also in a church. I was surprised. <laughs> An English church where people are there plenty. <laughs> and this guy was also someone who did something in church. And in the night, he wants to annoy. He said that he, he said that he even begged the guy, he said that he should stop that. And he should take because ah, I'm your wife. So why should you say that Anus? I'm your wife. I'm not your girlfriend. I get it. But you will say that any time. And the guy was looking after uh, the parents. I get it. So the parents you know, were also happy. Oh, I have a count. Oh, man, Jano. What's on the mind? No comfort. Thy rod and staff. The comfort. You need only the rod and the staff, I'm telling you. <laughs> No one can, you see, the car will never comfort you. I'm telling you, the car, you can't even crash. You can't even crash. I'm telling you. So don't let anyone deceive you that a chair will give you a comfort. Who told you? That the set will give you a comfort. Who told you? You don't need it. Because the day, that's why, you see, last week I was saying something. I said that if you know how we decorate. Uh, uh, someone who a dead body, you know, even be interested in fashion again. How they de- <laughs> because they understand that you know, <laughs> you are going, you came what empty. You see, you see, by it's a revelation, it's a revelation, but people don't think far that as you were coming from your mother's room, you didn't come with some pedicure or. Those things, those mesh, and all those things that you are dis- you are disturbing your life. But as you came to this life, you know, it's like the way you are behaving is like when you are going, you will take it back. It's a revelation that you came empty, you go empty. I'm telling you, you came empty, you go empty. You see, we are in this world. You see, our life, our journey in this life is an examination. It's an examination. You have come to a school. As you came to tech, eh, as you are in tech, no matter what you bring here, you not go back with car and no, you, just a certificate you go. Something that has registered you. Are you getting it? So as God also registered you, we need to also register you back to where he, came, he, he took you from. So you go back empty. You don't go, you, you go back empty, but your records, you see, we are in this life, eh? For a test, oh, what you are doing is an examination, oh. And you see, the thing that God will say that you have passed 100% is by this thing that I'm talking to you. Grace and love. Because by grace and love, it will tell you that this sister who is walking around, even though he's messing up with Men, but talk to you about Christ. God is looking for people who will also allow many people to experience grace. Adam was created full with grace and love. By, by disobedience, he moved from the realm of grace to the realm of disgrace. And he moved from the realm of love to the realm of lust. Are you getting it? So right now, the thing that is working in the life of people is disgrace and lust. 
So the world will give you disgrace and last. But by grace and love, you find comfort. Amen. Amen. By grace and love. So you need grace and love. You don't need anything, no. I'm telling you, you need grace and love. You need grace and love. You need grace because, you see, when Daniel was in exile, the Bible said that, and the Lord said that, and the Lord granted him favor in the face of the Enoch. That was grace at work. In such a way that people love Daniel. You see, it came to a point that when, when people gave a false accusation towards the life of Daniel, eh, because he was a man full of grace and love, the staff of God at work in his life, the Bible says that even the king, when he made the decree that Daniel should be put in the den of a lion, he was not happy. He couldn't sleep because he loved the man. The love was there. You see, Daniel was a man of love. He was a man full of grace and love. Amen. Amen. In such a way that when he even, when he even <laughs> entered the, 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 the den of the lions, the lions loved him. They couldn't eat. Uh, they, they just fasting and say, oh, oh, let me be loved. And you see, let me tell you something. What Daniel experienced in the, in the den of lions was an experience that Adam used to have in the Garden of Eden. Yes. The reason why a lion can see you and want to kill you now is because, you know why? Love is not working. Lust is working. The last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life. So, the last of the flesh, he wants to kill you. Because Adam, see, Adam was, it's not God who gave the animals names to him. It was Adam. So, Adam was a lion, this, this. He was just with them. Just with them. Love was there. Everything was there. Grace. A man of grace. Love was there. But when you move from grace to disgrace, that was where the lion and the, the because Adam was the pivot of all creation. Right? So, right now, if the head of creation is disgraced and full of lust, then automatically all the animals will walk in lust, so they will kill you. So that is the reason why now when a lion sees you, he wants to kill you. So Daniel, because of grace and love, he was operating in that realm. That's why the, the lion couldn't eat him. They love him. <laughs> they, they just love him because he was operating like Adam. He was just like Adam. <laughs> they saw him just like the, the, the leader. Yeah, because Adam was the one leading all creation. That's what the Bible said. And the Lord blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Subdue the earth. Subdue, which means control everything. Control all, everything you see in this life. But the reason why now we cannot control is because disgrace and lust is working. So Jesus came, when Jesus came, the man called Grace, he, he understood that, mm, no, lust is working. No love. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. This is the reason why the Pharisee people, they even hit me. I've not done anything wrong, but they hit me. Lust is working. So now, let me switch lust to love on the cross. And let me switch disgrace to Greece on the cross. And that is the working of the staff. Let me, let me restructure the staff. So by grace, a covenant is established with you as a Christian. Eh? And by love, you have fellowship. That's union. 
That's why you call the union staff. Brother, brotherhood. So that's why Jesus said that from today, I will not call you servants. I'll call you friends. <laughs> brotherhood. Brotherhood. So you should not hate your brother. Because the day that you hear your brother, you are already a murderer. That's what Jesus will say. So the reason why, that's why I'm telling you, as I, I said that, you see, if you want to see the major prophet, it's not anyone, Jesus Christ. Because a major prophet is someone who speaks and you don't understand. Yes, Jesus was a major prophet, I'm telling you. He could speak and people couldn't understand. Because the realm that he was operating, no, blah, it takes you to be like Adam. Eh? It takes you to be like Adam. So he switched it all. He switched it. He switched it. So let, let me show you this then. I just, we pray then. We, we, we move from this place. Our time is even deep. There, there's this uh, mystery that I want you to understand. So that you value this staff of grace that I'm talking about. When you read Matthew chapter 17, verse number 1. The Bible said, on the sixth day, on the six days. Sorry, I said, and six days after this. Six days. What is the number of six? Spiritually, the number of six is the number of man. Amen. Amen. So, you see, let me tell you something. When Jesus came in the scene, when grace, you see, when grace was conceived by the spirit of grace, which is the Holy Spirit. Eh? <laughs> when grace was conceived by the, 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 the spirit of grace, which is the Holy Spirit, and he became a man. When grace became a man, he understood that, no, man is moving in what we call disgrace and lust. In such a way that everything that man is doing is full of what we call worldly government. That's why I said that God didn't create the world. God created the heavens and the earth. The world was created by us. Yes, because God said, Adam, be in the garden of Eden and control the heavens and the earth. Control them. But Adam left. Then he had what we call the world. By the, by the plans and the, the, whole, the own idea of the devil. God, the devil also wants to have a kingdom. That's why the Bible, you see, the Bible will never say that Jesus is the something, something of this world. You see, whenever you hear the prince of this world, he's talking about the devil. <laughs> because he's the ruler of the world. Amen. So the Bible says that, on, and the sixth day after this, Jesus took with him Peter and James. And John, his brother. Who is Peter? Peter means rock. Amen. Amen. Limitation. Amen. Amen. Then James, you see, let me tell you something. There were 12 people. 12 is the number of what? Authority. So Jesus picked 12. So the 12 people that Jesus picked spiritually, he, he said that now I am a man of authority. Authority. Eh? Then by the 12 he picked, he chose only three. Three is the number of divinity. Amen. Are you getting it? So he's perceived that now the kingdom of this world eh, is full of worldly government. Everything that they are doing is full of lust, lust, lust. They, are not, they cannot hear God. They cannot see God. Blessed are those who hear God. Blessed are those who see God. They cannot. So what should I do? So the Bible said, on the seed day, which is the number of man? Jesus took Peter, which is the, a, a symbolic of the limitation of man. Eh, the rock. Then he, he, he took what James, what is the meaning of James? James means supplanter, which means replace. Amen. Amen. Then he also took 
John. John means graced. John. The word John means graced. So which means now, on the seed day, which is man, which means that now man, who is limited, will be changed to what? Grace. Man who is limited will be changed to grace. And we say that when he changed man to grace, the Bible said that, look at where he changed man to grace. He said that, and lead them high on the high mountain up by themselves. High mountain. High mountain, a place to commune with God. A place to commune. So, you see, when you check the mountain of transgression, you will see the garden of Eden there. You will see the garden of Eden where God will come and he abode with man. He come and empower man. So, the Bible said that, and, and his appearance underwent a change in his presence. And his face shone clear and bright like the sun. And his clothes become as white as light. That was the garden experience. The garden experience. And behold, there appeared to him Moses and Elijah, which is a form of witness. Amen. Number two is a number of what? Witness. The fathers. They are the fathers. Moses represents the father of law. And Elijah represents the father of the prophets. That's why for you to know that Jesus will say that the, both the law and the prophets prophesy of me. So the law and the prophets came and they witnessed grace. They came and witnessed grace. Huh? They came and witnessed, they came and witnessed and said, now we were those who were, I, I was dealing with the law, so take it. I was dealing with the prophets, so take it. Now grace, walk with it. Who kept talking with him? They were talking with grace. Grace. I would say, then Peter began to speak and said to him, Lord, it is good and delightful that we are here. If we approve, I will put up three bowls here. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Amen. Amen. And I would say, as they were speaking, uh, a voice came. A voice came. Until you find grace, you can never hear God. So the reason why many people cannot hear God is because the grace staff is broken. The covenant staff. So Jesus himself was a, a key for us to have covenant with God. Are you getting it? So by grace, there's covenant. So anytime when I say, oh, this man, hey, this man, he has grace. So it means that covenant with God. So that's the reason why from there, as grace commune, as now the limitation of man, is changed to what? Grace. Eh? Which is three, a number of divinity. So right now, man will never rule by worldly government. Man will rule by what? Divine government. So that's the reason why when Jesus, from the mountain of transgression, Lady Reverend, when he stepped down, the Bible, you see, oh there, check the Bible, you see that everything that Jesus was doing was divine. Because now I am ruling. I have a government. I already have a government. And now I have connected the government with divinity. So right now, it's time for what? Divine government. So that's why you say, when, when it just came down, uh, they bring a, a child and he rebuked the devil and the child was okay. That was divine government at work. Divine government. So he was telling Peter, their master, you need grace. That was what he was telling them, but they couldn't understand. And when this thing happened, when the man, the limitation of man was turned to grace, that was where the voice was came. So until you find grace, no voice, you can never hear God. That's why you need to be born again. Because when you, have, when you are born again, the grace staff is what? The effect of the staff, which is the grace, is established. 
the covenant with God. Eh? Then you begin to walk in love. Then you see, you hear God talking to you. That's why this morning I came out, I said, just talking to you, simple. I don't struggle with prophesy. That's why I said, uh, uh, a prophet. You see, if you're a prophet, you shouldn't use prophecy to, uh, to hype. No, it should not. It should not prophecy is to speak the mind of God. Are you getting it? It's not to, it's, it's for edification, uh, comfort, and what? Exhortation. That's prophecy. And as I told you that, uh, whenever we talk about prophecy, the gift of prophecy is not the same as the gift of wisdom, revelation, and uh, the, the, the gift of uh, what? Word of knowledge, wisdom, and descending of spiritual. Many a times, eh? Many a times, eh? What even people say that when you get, oh, and uh, the Lord said, and the Lord said, he's operating in revelations. No. The gift of prophecy doesn't need you even to understand. The gift of prophecy, eh? The gift of prophecy is the Holy Spirit who is speaking. So that one, you don't feel anything, no. You don't even see anything. It just, I cannot describe it. It just comes and you are prophesying. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the prophecy. Voca. The voca. One of the voca gifts. Eh? But whenever someone says, oh, and I'm there, and I'm in your house, and that one, the person is operating in what you call word of wisdom. Eh, sorry, word of knowledge. Word of knowledge. Word of knowledge will take you to the past. Take you to the future, take you to the present. And word of wisdom, you see, if you want to know the mind of God, it's word of wisdom. That's why Solomon was able to disclose the mind of God instantly between the two women. Because the word of wisdom is there. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. And descending of spirits. Descending of spirits is for you to descend that this is the spirit of God. This is the spirit of a demon. This, yes. Yes, that's why I can say I, I can say that ah this one last this one <laughs> this one is last this one is mammal and you see Jesus said hey this man <laughs> he says something eh? he says something he said that what enters a man does not defile him but rather what comes of a man defiles you know why because what comes of you describes you so. The reason why Jesus could perceive even in people's hearts is by what they see. When you speak, you can just know even the spirit you are, you are preaching for. Amen. Amen. And that's the, the gift of descending of spirit at work. So what enters you does not about what you say. It describes you. It describes you. It describes who you are. Amen. Amen. So you need God to be your shepherd. You need the rod. And you need the two effects of the staff, the unique effect. You need grace and love. You need the grace and love to be comforted just like David and Abino, who became a king. Hey, can it happen in Ghana? Can it happen in Ghana that uh, in Asante Kingdom, they will say that you are going to take Abino to be a king? Hey, they will not allow. By David, and Abino became a king. Eh? In Israel. <laughs> yes. They just anointed it. They just anointed. The people just accepted it and anointed it. Amen. It's because he was he was working with the rod 
He was working with the two effects of the staff, grace and love. Amen. Yes. So that is the reason why Anthony, Emmanuel, Richard, William, Evans, whoever is here, that is the reason why you need to be serious with witnesses. Yes. That is the reason why you need to be serious with witnesses. That is the reason why on your own you should be preaching. You should be talking to people about Christ. That's grace. The more you see, the more you talk, you use your grace to, to do his work, the more he gives you grace. To him, much is given, more is what? Quiet. And you see, God says something. He said that if the one that you give more, if you be faithful, even the little, as he has given you, give you more. So the reason why many people you can't see more, more like strange. Let me tell you, God is very strange. I'm telling you, eh, God is dangerous than the, the witches and those uh, fetish people who are, who are bluffing. I'm telling you, God is dangerous. And people think that God cannot do his strange things again. Anyone who says that is a lie, you don't know God. You see, God said that, and I will pour out my spirit in the last days. He said to Joel, and Peter confirmed it. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. The young men will have what? Visions. The old will have dreams. There will be signs and even the moon. What are you telling me? So we are in the, we are in the generation of strangeness with God. This is even the time that God wants to do strange things. This is the time that God, you see, if we, we have a man called A.A. Allen, who could just hold your hand and then it will come. God is looking in this time to even do more than A.A. Allen. Yes, because we are in the last days. We are in the last days. We should not give credit to any fetish man. No, don't give credit. They are, they are just concert people. They are concert. They are concert. All witches, they are all concert. Yeah, witches are concert. Amen. That's the reason why you need to. You see, you don't, you don't know what you carry. And, okay, that's why I'm saying that I've realized that, you see, whenever you talk to people, like, oh, Richard, let's go for evangelism. And the person gives you an excuse. It's a sign that that person don't have a excuse. That person is not born again. No, it's not born again. It's not born again. A born again Christian. No. A born again Christian. Sure. A born again Christian is a, is a person full of grace and love. Yes. Yes. That's a born again Christian. And he thinks about Christ. Everything Christ. Everything Christ. One day, a, a brother whom we were in the same church, uh, we used to be in one church, and the brother had an issue. Then I I said, okay, the Bible said, the brother started insulting me. He said, ah, you, everything, you, everything you say, you, everything we bring to you, you'll be, you, you'll be quoting scriptures. I said, eh, ah, this guy, Sunday, do you go to the shrine? Yeah, I was asking myself. And that day, when our pastor heard it, he was angry. Our pastor was very angry. He said, hey, so this will tell you that some people are living in this life like Samson. Duality. They have spirituality and carnality. Huh? Samson will be spiritual today. Then he'll kill billions. Then when he see Delilah, Kana. Yes. 
That's why God wants. Uh, let me tell you, lukewarm. God is warning lukewarm people. Say so he will speak, he will just spit you out of his mouth. Yes. He will just spit you in revelation. Say, so I don't want you to be. I, you just be cold. If you want to be cold, just be cold. Be a worldly person. If you want to be a Christian, be a Christian. But let me tell you. It is not easy to be a Christian, but it is it is it is worse to be an unbeliever. <laughs> yes, it is not easy. Because when you become a Christian, you are at war. You are at war. Christianity is a war. It's a war between the light and darkness. But glory be to God that Jesus said, and the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended the Lord. It's something that you are a Christian, you see. A Christian, whether, even though there is war, Christianity is a war, but it's not a war of defeat. It's a war of victory. Because already the Bible said, and the light shineth in darkness. And Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And this light of the world shine in darkness, and the darkness compared to not. So that's why I said that you are the light, so let your, your light shine before men. So you are not shining. You are not shining, and some of you lack oil. You lack the Holy Spirit. Some of us, we are, we are just like the five foolish virgins. The virgins represent the church. The virgins that Jesus was talking about, the great prophet was talking about, said the five virgins, the foolish ones and the wise ones. The five virgins, the, the wise ones, they have oil, which is the Holy Spirit, who always empowers them to always be, be available and always keep on waiting for the second coming, right? The Bible says that whosoever endure to the end will be saved, right? So by the five virgins, the wise virgins, the Bible says that they have oil, extra oil. So which means that they were overflowing in the oil, which is the Holy Spirit. In such a way that they were, they, they were able to stand and wait for the, 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 what? the bridegroom. But the foolish five virgins, no oil. Lukewarm. No oil. No oil. No oil. No oil. You see, let me tell you something. Oil, eh, which is the anointing, the life overflow of the desire. The anointing, eh, the anointing. The anointing for today should never be the anointing for tomorrow. As the Bible says that the steadfast love of the Lord, the Lord never ceases, His mercies never come to They are new every morning. It's a sign that the anointing is also new every morning. Amen. Amen. The anointing is always renewed every morning. So the anointing today you get, huh? you should not be okay with the anointing today. That's the reason why you see someone or judge us today, tomorrow, off. Because you think that the anointing is for, is for tomorrow. No. The anointing for tomorrow is different from the anointing today. Amen. 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 Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So you need the two staffs. Prophet, you need the two staffs. You need the two staffs. You need grace and love. Literally, when someone is even slapping you, you stand. Jesus, when he was. <laughs> it's no easy. <laughs> At this time, they are with you. Someone is giving you a dirty slap. You turn. Laugh. That is the reason why I'm not surprised that Jesus was doing what he was doing. 
And throughout the Bible, anything that the old prophet or whatever Moses, all of them did, Jesus did it. Moses' face shined. This scripture shows that Jesus' face also shined. Moses what? Parted the rest, uh, the rest sea. Jesus come the sea. Amen. <laughs> Are you getting it? Yes. Moses used his rod to what? To make people drink from water. Jesus said that come to me and drank out of your belly shall flow the rivers of living waters. So let me tell you, everything that they, from Adam to John the Baptist, as Jesus said that, is, let me tell you that the, the, the last prophet, the last prophet in the Old Testament is John the Baptist. Yeah, he's, he's not part of the New Testament prophets. The New Testament prophets were those that Jesus chose after he glorified himself. So he gave some apostles, some prophets. So John the Baptist was the last Old Testament prophet. Uh, then after the Old Testament prophet, grace came. Then grace came to introduce the New Testament prophets. Amen. Amen. So the workings of this New Testament prophet, it shouldn't be the workings of the Old Testament prophet. No. You're working as a New Testament prophet, as a New Testament apostle, whatever. It should be just like grace. It should be like who? Jesus. So a prophet who, who says, me, if you say you are a prophet and I get because they say you, you don't do evangelism, you are not a prophet. You are a fetish priest. You are not a prophet. You are not. You a prophet of Christ. Okay. John the Baptist, who is even the old, the last Old Testament prophet. The Bible says that he turned the heart of the people to God. Are you getting it? Yes. That's a sign. That's what Jesus said. Along all, you see. He said, along all people who were born by men, there's no one greater than John the Baptist. So it means that John the Baptist was a major prophet. Because for you to walk in the spirit, we all know that Elijah was a major prophet, right? So for you to move in the spirit and power of Elijah, it's a sign that you are already a major prophet. So John the Baptist was a major prophet, but just that he didn't do uh, the, those same signs. But everything that John the Baptist said about Jesus, to pass. That's a prophet. A prophet, you see, that's the reason why we need to teach even prophets who are coming. You have to sit down and teach them. Because you can be a prophet, you can be a prophet, one prophet, two prophet, three. You, you can be visionary prophet, intercessory prophet. You can be uh, uh, what you call a prophet who just do miracles. There are some prophets, they, will not, they don't see anything. They don't even they, they don't see anything. They, they they hear the voice of the Holy Spirit all right, but they don't see anything. But when they tell you you are dying tomorrow, you die tomorrow. Because they 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 carry the map of God. They they carry the map. And such people they are even dangerous than those who say that and I see some of them. So there's some people they even see they interpret it too long and uh, wrongly. One time a prophet said that, I, I see, he saw it was, ah, I see oil. And the, the person said, oh, uh, I work in America, uh, an oil company. They said, okay. Then they said, prophesy, prophesy. <laughs> the man went to America and <laughs> there was a disaster and the man died in the oil company. So which means that what God was saying, <laughs> what was, God was telling the prophet that, the man is working in an oil company, all right. 
But tell the man that there is a disaster, there is an explosion with that oil. So it should be, it should not go. And he, the man said, oh, oh, I see, I see oil. Oh, I see. Ah, yeah, I work in the oil company. Oh, oh. Professor, Professor. Then he went, he went and died. He went to America, boom, died. Because that oil company got a fire outbreak and the man was there and he died. That's why I said that those who even call CS, you know, if you are CS, you should check the revelation, you check the interpretation, and check what? The application. Those who hear there, hey, they, they hear that, that said the law. Uh, and, and there are some people, they will not say that's here the Lord. Someone like Abraham, uh, Abraham. you know, say that's here the Lord, but the Lord said that, let this man pray for you, for he's a prophet. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We are, we, are, we are praying. Today, uh, today marks, is it the second day? Eh? The second day of our, we are, we are having 28 days fasting and prayer too. Both on the platform and here. Amen. And we meet every Saturday for grand finale. And we have been praying on some points. And today, we want to pray on today's own. Amen. So you are blessed that you are part of it. Amen. So let's be on our feet. It's time for prayer. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. The Bible says that in Joel, that was the key scripture for our fasting and prayer. Eh? So from today, if anyone tells you, how can I be comforted? Tell the person that you need the rod and the staff. Then you give him the effect of the rod, then you give him the two unique effects of the staff, which is grace and love. I'm telling you, you need grace and love. Even the school that you are in, the exams you are writing, you need grace and love. You don't need anything. You don't need anything, I'm telling you. You don't need anyone to do you a uh, gay. Ah, uh, okay, that's for the lecture. They don't do you. They do women. Ah, you don't need anyone to tell you this before. You don't need it. You don't need that comfort. Okay, people are suffering. You see someone riding an ass in the night. You suffer. Cry. That's not comforting. Suffering. So when we read Joel chapter 2, verse number 17, it says that let the priests, eh, the ministers of the Lord, which means all Christians, with between the porch and the altar. Porch means your closet. The altar means when we gather like this. So whip between the porch and the altar. And let them say, spare your people. So we, we, we prayed. We have been praying. That was last, last two we said. We prayed, Lord, spare your people. Then we also pray that we are the inheritance of God. So the Lord should know what disgrace us. So that give not your inheritance to reproach. So the Lord should what disgrace us. Then we also pray that the hidden should not rule over us, which is the worldly people. If you're a Christian and the world is ruling over you, it's error. I'm telling you, Jesus, when he was brought in front of Pilate, he said that, don't you know that I have a power to kill you? He said, Master, you don't have any power. It's because he has already been given to you for a scripture to fulfill. You don't have any power. Then the man was scared. That was a Christian talking. Yes. So a Christian... The world should never rule on you. 
we should rather tell the world, we should rule them and put them into the kingdom of God. Yes. It, it should be your heart desire that a time is coming whenever we are talking about world, it should be one person. All of them are be converted. It should be your heart desire. But how many people have such a, a heart desire? They are into class. They are into houses. They are into marriages. Some of them, if you want to be so a Christian, you want to be the 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 the, the, the seventh wife because of a car. <laughs> Goes to church. If a church goer is not a Christian, then he said we also pray that why they say among the people where is their God? Yeah, we also pray that the hidden should not say that oh Lord where is our God? No, 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 no. Yes, Elijah. The Bible says Elijah caught fire to show the people his God. Yes, we serve a God, a living God, a God who is be, be, beyond our personal imagination. Amen. Amen. And we also pray that the Lord should be jealous of us. He said that then will the Lord be jealous for his land. We pray that the Lord should be jealous of us. And we also pray that the Lord should have pity on what? On us. Amen. Amen. And today we are praying. When we read verse 19, he said that yes, the Lord will answer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are praying that this year 2021, you see, I don't know the, the, the good prophecies you have been receiving. I don't know the heart desires you have been, you have been desiring from God. Uh, the prayer points, I don't know if you have got to arrange your prayer points. It will, it, it will be more than Ghana. Ghana cannot contain your prayer points. Amen. Amen. It will be more than Ghana, the capacity of Ghana. So we are praying that the Lord should answer us Amen. in the year 2021. Lift up your hands. Say, my father, my fighter. My father, my fighter. My father, my fighter. By fire, by tender. As I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, as I pray in the year 2021. Father, answer me when I speak. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Answer, me. answer me, answer me, answer me, answer me, in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Mandala gada gada. Oh Father, answer us, answer us, oh Lord. Our prayers, mande gada gada, our heart desires in the year 2021. Father, answer us. Whenever we kneel down and pray, oh Lord, answer us in the name of Jesus. Rakova Ragadoski, E Cabrandele Gadoske, E Tomoboski Bragadoske, E Talinio Brandele Gadoske, Rakobrandele Gadoske, Recobrandele Gadoske, Atubrandele Gadoske, E Cobrandele Gadoske, Rapolo Boboshi. Oh Father, answer us in the year 2021. Oh Father, answer us. Oh, 
Mandela Bebos, When it comes to sponsorship, Father, let us answer the apostles. Oh Lord, answer us in the year 2021. By your words, and I will answer my people. Father, you said in your word, you said in your word that yes, the Lord will answer. Oh Father, answer us. 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 Oh Lord, Mande Gadagada. Father, as my father, I know that you answer me in the name of Jesus. Father, make us like Jesus in the year 2021. That as we speak to you, O Lord, you answer us. You answer us. You answer us. Rekebe regedoski. Rekobo bo 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 bo. Rekobo bo 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 bo. Rekobo 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 bo 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 bo. Rande legedong brengedeng deng 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 deng
Oh Father, answer us. Oh Father, answer us. Oh Father, answer the fellowship. Oh Father, answer us. In the year 2021, Mandolo Godiga. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Yeah, this this is uh, a general prophet, uh, prophetic word to someone. You are here. You you have been expecting some amount of money uh, since last week. Maybe you have been talking with someone and you are expecting uh, some amount of money. The Lord said, I should tell you. Maybe it seems delayed. It, it was like you are discussing with a person and it's like the thing is delaying as the person is saying. But the Lord said, I should tell you that the person will answer you. Amen. Amen. The person will, will grant you that particular sub, uh, sponsorship. Amen. Amen. We are still praying. And when you read further, you say that, yes, the Lord will answer and say to his people, in this year 2021, I don't know what you are expecting, but that's the year the Lord. He will answer your prayer request. He will answer your prayer request. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I don't know the false accusation. I don't know those who have been conspired against your life. But in this year, 2021, that's the the Lord. When you open your mouth to speak, when you open your mouth to chat with him, he will answer you. Amen. He will answer you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. And he said that, yes, the Lord will answer and say to his people, behold, I will send you corn. Amen. Amen. Which is the symbol of 
supply. Amen. Amen. Paul said that my God shall supply all your needs. So, which is a symbol of supply. This is God saying, you know, I said, yes, the Lord will answer and say to his people, behold, I will send you corn. So, which means that after when the, the, the priests and the, uh, the ministers of God weep before the porch and the altar, he said that, and I will what? I will send you corn, which is a symbol of supply, being supplied, being satisfied. Then, wine. Wine is a symbol of sweetness. Amen. Amen. Any bitterness in your life, in the year 2021, in the year 2021, you are not going to see bitterness. Amen. 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 And we'll send you corn and wine and oil. (laughs) Oil. Which is a symbol of what? Being refined, being empowered. A symbol of empowerment. Eh? When, when a car when a car wants to move, they said you have to give you what? Oil. Amen. Amen. And oil. Amen. Say you send you oil. You send you corn, wine, and oil. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So just lift up your hands. Say in the name of Jesus. My father, my fighter. As I pray. Oh Lord. Lord. In the year 2021. May I see the evidence by your word. The corn. The wine. And the oil. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father in the year 2021. Oh Father may we see by your word. As you said. And the Lord will send us. You send us corn. You send us a supply. You send us sponsorship. You send us people who say good for our past. Oh, Father, in the year 2021, may we see the experience of the, of the corn, of your supply. May we see the experience of your wine, which is a symbol of sweetness in the name of Jesus. And the oil, which is a symbol, symbol of enablement, the symbol of empowerment in the name of Jesus. the corn, the wine, and the oil in the year 2021. Manda Yagada, Ekabada Baba, Father, may we see, oh Manda Yagababa, the evidence of your corn, the evidence of your wine, the evidence of your oil in our life, in this fellowship, in the name of Jesus. Manda Yakabada Baba, Ekabranda Dababosa, Father, let anyone who comes and join and be, and be partner, yes, anyone who comes to be a team member 
anyone who comes to be a participant member of this fellowship. Father, let the person in the year 2021 experience the evidence of your supply, the evidence of your corn, the evidence of your wine, the evidence of your oil, the sweetness of your wine, and the empowerment of your oil in the name of Jesus. Father supply us, Father supply us in the year 2021. Father supply us as you said by your word. And I will send the supply and I will send the call. Oh Father supply us. Oh Father grant us sweetness. Sweetness throughout the year. Sweetness from January to December. In the name of Jesus. Father, your wine, your wine, your wine that you kept at the marriage feast, that the governor said, you have kept the wine, you have kept the best wine. Father, grant us the best wine. Father, grant us the best wine in the year 2021. The best wine, the best wine in our families. Father, in our academics. Father, Mandogada, in our, in our finances, may we see sweetness. Yes, Father, anyone here who is looking for a job, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Manda Yagada, Father, anyone here looking for a corn, looking for a supply, in the name of Jesus, by your word, you said you supply all our needs. You will supply all our needs in the year 2021. Father, the wine, the best wine, the good wine, Manda Yagada, that governors will come and taste, that governors will come and taste, that people in higher authorities, the presidents, the ministers, ah, they will come and taste in the year 2021. The best wine, the best wine, the wine of Jesus and the oil, the anointing, the anointing, the empowerment. Father, empower us. Father, empower us. Father, empower us. Empower us in witnessing. Empower us in witnessing. Empower us in mysteries. Empower us in revelations. Empower us in the spirit of excellency. In the name of Jesus. Empower us. Empower us. Empower us, Father, as you empowered the apostles in the book of Acts, that the people saw their lands and their houses, and they begin uh, to give the supply at the feet of the apostles in the name of Jesus. Father, in the year 2021, may we never lack because of your corn, uh, because of your corn, because of your divine corn, because of your wine, your divine wine, your divine wine, because of your wine, because of your wine. Because of your wine, because of your empowerment, because of your empowerment, because of your empowerment. Manda Yagada, Ekabada, the oil, fresh oil, fresh anointing, fresh anointing, fresh anointing. Fresh anointing, fresh anointing, fresh anointing, 
fresh anointing fresh anointing fresh anointing fresh anointing fresh anointing in the name of jesus in the name of jesus christ amen fresh oil fresh anointing corn this year 2021 your life will be full of supply. Amen. You will never lack. Amen. You will never lack. Amen. Just as people sold their lands and they sponsored the life of Peter and John. So as my God will supply all your needs. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will never lack. Amen. Those who are, who are in academics, you will never lack. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And you will never be bitter. You will never be bitter. Amen. You will never be bitter. Amen. Because you are about to taste the good wine. Amen. The good wine. Amen. As the governor said, Amen. you have kept the good wine. You have kept the good wine. The, the people in higher authority will come and taste of your life. Amen. Because of the sweetness of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I decree and declare. Empowerment. Amen. Empowerment. Amen. Oil of empowerment. Amen. Oil of refining. Amen. In the year 2021. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And he said, when we read the next verse, and he said, and you shall be satisfied there it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands. Say, my father. My father. My in the name of Jesus, in the year 2021, oh Lord, satisfy me, satisfy me, satisfy me, satisfy me, satisfy me. By your word, you said we shall be satisfied. And Father, as I pray, in the year 2021, oh, from January to December, oh Lord, as I pray, my father satisfy me satisfy me satisfy me lift up your voice and begin to pray father you said by your word you said by your word and you shall be satisfied Ra-ka-da-ya-ga-da-ga-da. Father, satisfy me. Rekaba da babose. Rekaba babose. 